Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's Journey. Escape your everyday life and experience the world through the lens of June Parker and search for hidden clues and uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Where will each new chapter take you? Days are long and life is hectic. There's nothing more relaxing than shutting off my brain and playing a round of June's journey. I will take it all, the glamorous culture of the 1920s, scandalous family secrets, and explore and even build my own vivid sceneries. I love to let my imagination run wild when decorating my island estate. June needs your help, detective. Download June's journey for free on iOS and Android. Hello, everyone. Why don't you come see us live in Philadelphia this weekend? Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night. We're at the Punchline in Philly. Then on Sunday night, we go to the beautiful Improv in Washington, D.C. Back here in the L.A. area uh, on March 7th, Thursday night, I believe it is, at Mm. Levity Live in Oxnard, California. The 805. Coming to that. Is it the 805? That is. All right. Then Stamford, Connecticut. New York Comedy Club, Stamford, Connecticut. March 22nd, Friday night, one show only. And then on to the Auburn Theater in Auburn, New York. Can't wait. Tickets are $14.99. Ooh. And their web's already almost sold out. You better get them for that. And then, of course, Kansas City. Haven't been there in years and years and years. The Comedy Club in Kansas City, one night only, March 27th. And then on to one of our favorites, if not our favorite of all time, Side Splitters in Tampa, Florida, Saturday night, 6 p.m., April 6th. And then Dania Beach, Sunday night, April 7th. The improv uh, down there in uh, Dania, Dania. I, I'm going to get it right one of these days, mm-hmm. but you get the idea. Sunnyvale, how do you like that? Rooster Tea Feathers up there Ooh. in Sunnyvale, California. Another place I haven't been doing forever. Love this club. Dallas Hyenas. Uh, Off Cabot Comedy Club in Beverly, Massachusetts, May 3rd and 4th. House of Comedy in Detroit. May 8th, 10th, and 11th. Sorry, May 10th and 11th, uh, Detroit House of Comedy. Uh, and then Atlanta Punchline, May... Whatever, I can't read them. It's my wife wrote these, and I, she writes numbers like a, like a child. Anyway, you get Atlanta Punchline. That's where I'm coming. That's one night only as well. Uh, and I have a few other ones that I need to put in here that later in the year. All right, everybody. Uh, new episode coming up, cover to cover. Whoa, coming out hard on a Thursday over here, cover to cover. Little Judas Priest, British Steel, the album. Mm-hmm. Rob Halpin, of course, lead singer. Still out there, still going, still going strong. Here we go. Breaking the law. I think we're probably breaking the law playing this song. Yeah. <laughs> so it all makes sense. All righty, everybody. Hello. Welcome back. Thursday episode. So much to discuss. Hearing a lot about um, uh, Chitza 
Oh, Everyone's yeah. talking about the cheat. So we, of course, over here on Cover to Cover, talked about it first. Mm-hmm. When it was breaking. Yeah, when it was break, breaking news. I mean, we were the first. And now every publication's... I called it the Chizza, but Alex <laughs> corrected me and says it's probably Cheetza, which also is kind of a shitty name, but yeah. I guess Alex is right because it's got a, it's pizza, Cheetza. But I, yeah, I never looked at pizza and said, is it Pizza? Mm-hmm. So I don't know why I thought it was Chizza, but it's Cheetza. It's a Kentucky fried chicken on top of a pizza. Or something like that. I think it's a pizza on top of something. Where, yeah, maybe that's it. Like the the, the chicken, chicken is the crust. The chicken's the, the dough. Yes, yeah. exactly. Right. That's correct. And you could get, currently get it here in America. For, for all our <laughs> faults, everybody. You know, you say about America, we got a lot of problems here. Mm-hmm. But right now, you could get a cheetza mm-hmm. uh, at Kentucky Fried Chicken. So there's that. Something yeah. to look forward to. That kind of innovation's not coming out of Germany. And another th- story I believe that we broke last week was the tattoo on Machine Gun Kelly. Yeah. Everybody's talking about the big black tattoo. Mm-hmm. He's in trouble. Is he trying to turn black, some people are saying? But he's just he just went all black on the tattoo. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what Machine Gun Kelly's issues are. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know what kind of childhood he had. I've heard him interviews with him, but he's obviously got some... Uh, who knows? Is he still with? Uh, they're they're still together, they're right? Still Him together, and, yeah. Yeah, and they just do. Like I said last week, they don't really do anything other mm. than go on red carpets. I mean, I know that he was trying to be an actor for a minute, and I'm sure he probably has some stuff coming out in the pipeline, as we say in the business, Alex. That's what we say. He had some stuff in the pipeline. Yeah, I got a lot of friends who uh, have stuff. It's been in the pipeline for about 25 years. It's still in there. (laughs) I got some stuff in the, what are you up to? I got some stuff in the pipeline. Yeah. Uh, I've never had anything in the pipeline, Alex. My pipelines are clear, Mm -hmm. free. Yeah. There's shit flowing through there. Mm -hmm. My pipelines are wide open. Never had a thing ever in my pipelines. Um, And I'd like to say happy birthday, Alex. We don't normally do this on the podcast. We don't normally do birthday shout outs. Mm -hmm. Want a couple of happy birthdays? Yes. Happy birthday, Chelsea Handler. Whoa. A dear friend of mine. A nice. dear, dear friend and an old boss. But before she was a boss, she was a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, and a good friend, like hanging out every day kind of friend. Um, met early on in our comedy careers. She took off to become Chelsea Handler, we all know today. And uh, I worked on Chelsea Lately with her for probably almost eight years. Thank the Lord. Mm-hmm. Thank the Lord for Chelsea Handler. I say it time and time again. Uh, I don't know if anybody who, outside of like maybe f- my mom and dad, you know, but certainly not my brothers or anything, I don't know anybody who's affected my life more just for the sheer fact that without her and the show, Chelsea, you know, not her necessarily, but the show Chelsea lately, I would have nothing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I probably would. I, I don't know if I would have found a way. I was, um, how can I best say this? I was basically you. You now, you know what I mean? You without, were doing this good? <laughs> no, you know what I mean. <laughs> I'm saying without me, you'd have nothing. You yeah. Know? So, so, you know, I understand. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to explain the relationship that I have with Chelsea Handler to you mm-hmm. by saying I'm your Chelsea Handler, more or less. Yeah. Except you're probably not making as much money as I did on Chelsea lately, but Not it was, yet. It was TV, you know? Yeah. 
Um, we'll get that Cadillac soon. And, um, <laughs> I mean, because it was, anyway, 49 years old. Mm-hmm. Chelsea Handler, like two days ago, I believe. Okay. Uh, 49th birthday, and she's out there skiing or whatever she does. And I wrote her, and I said, happy birthday. And she's uh, the fastest text backer ever still. Right away, you get a text back. Thank you. Chris. You know, because so you know it's a it's a it's a uh, personal one. Yeah, it's not a thank you. Probably blew out a lot of thank yous, uh-huh. but I got to thank you, Chris, and that's about it. I, I don't go beyond that because that's our friendship, mm-hmm. and we, we don't need to no. go. So everything cool, you know. And then now we're in a conversation, and I know she doesn't want that. I don't necessarily want that. So we're not gonna done. Happy mm-hmm. birthday, done. Thanks, Chris. Done. Most people. See you skiing. How's it going up there? She doesn't have time. We're not, we're not, we're not going to do a conversation here back and forth, okay? Yeah. And I and I understand that. And, and you know, I, I feel like that's why we're still, that's why I still get a response back. Because if she knew there was going to be a conversation coming from me, she wouldn't respond back. No. But I've never been that guy, so we're good on that one. You guys all know what I'm talking about. Anyway, happy 49th, Chelsea Handler. And thank you for, uh, you know, because it's still going. At, to this point, you know, I mean, now I'm married with a child and everything else, and and it, it, things are still going because I think of 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 what I took out of Chelsea lately. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I made some money. It started to go quickly when the show ended. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know I've talked about this a million times on this podcast, but uh, we'll get to some other stuff in a second. When the show ended, the money flies out. Fly, and I wasn't living a ex- very extravagant lifestyle. I would, I was in a rental, you know, rented apartment and whatever. Mm-hmm. I think my rent was fifteen hundred at the time. Really? I think so. I mean, this is you know we're talking ten years ago almost. I, yeah, and it was a nice two bedroom apartment in Studio City, like. But I mean, I bet I bet it's forty five hundred dollars now. I it is. That's what I'm it saying. Is. I bet it's forty five hundred. I've been now. jumping. It is. <laughs> but at the time, it was uh, it was I think fifteen hundred. Maybe went up to seventeen, mm-hmm. but. Anyway, so, and then, of course, I, you know, cars and everything else and just no income, zero, going to maybe playing a shit club here and there because mm-hmm. uh, that all dried up too. Um, but I, st- and then, of course, the podcast, now this, and it's all back. It's yeah. all back. Thank the Lord to the people who listen to this podcast now. So if you guys, if it's any of your birthdays, happy birthday to you as well mm-hmm. because- Chelsea late handler stuff ended and now because of you guys we're back. Yeah. So happy birthday to you guys if you have a birthday today. Um and March 1st coming up. Here we are. March 1st. I'm seeing a lot of I don't know for whatever reason, you know, I just go to Google you when you go to Google something, Google will below your little Dropbox whatever it is, they'll just have news stories. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, you know, I guess they know, I don't know, I must have put in um, sp- f- spring ahead, you know, the, what do they call it? Uh, spring. Fall back, spring yeah. ahead, uh, daylight savings. Daylight savings. And I keep getting notifications that it's coming, but it's not coming anytime soon. It's probably like March 21st or something, right? Yeah. But anyway, March 1st is, is in a couple of days away, and so what I'm trying to get at is you, for all of you who are in hell right now, been still in the in the in the throes of winter whether it's been that bad or not i'm not exactly sure how because i've gone to some of your your cities like the really shit winter cities Mm -hmm. throughout the last couple of months 
And I, I maybe I just got good weeks or whatever, but I haven't seen anything. Like, there's been no blizzards, at least that I know of, in, like, New York or Philly or Boston or any of the East Coast cities that, you know, have gotten pounded yeah. in the past. I don't think anything, like, I, honestly, I don't think New York City's gotten snow, any any accumulation of snow in, like, three years. Mm-hmm. So who knows what that's all about, but um, we over here in California have gotten probably more like in the mountains, you know what yeah. I mean? But anyway, what I'm trying to say, March 1st, everybody, it's spring. Spring is, this is it. I got a pomegranate tree in the back, Alex. Mm-hmm. I thought it was dead, you know, because it looks dead. But you know what they call that when it looks dead in the winter? What? They call it, uh, oh shit, there's a word for it. Dormant. 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 They call it dormant, Alex. It was just dormant because mm-hmm. it's coming back. And then some other stuff. I'm starting to see some some pops of leaves coming out of some some of my flowers oh so i'm like whoa we are we're in spring is here Mm -hmm. right yeah i mean that's something to look forward to Uh (laughs) uh-huh can you tell right now that i am just um stretching i'm this is what we call in the business stretching alex oh no i couldn't tell if you have if you ever done television or any type of live tv you know sometimes maybe we are oh let's go back to chelsea lately once again and we were pretty much live on that show and let's say our guest was a little late they would one of the directors would be off stage going, they would moving their arms like, oh, like spreading stretch, their arms apart. stretch, stretch. Yeah. That, that's to us sitting at the round table, like go longer. Mm-hmm. Take whatever the fuck you got to talk about, talk about. Yeah. So that's when I would be like, hey, March 1st is here. What does that mean? Spring's coming. Mm-hmm. You fucking dope. Yeah. So that's what I'm doing right now because once again, we looked for a ton of. We've been doing a lot of podcasts in a row because we got to go to Philadelphia this weekend. Very excited about Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so we're going to uh, we're going to have a good time in Philadelphia. That's Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Philadelphia punchline. So we've been stacking podcasts. We do a lot of Patreon episodes. Great Patreon episode talking about the wedding I went to and all that. If you don't have Patreon, it's over there on Patreon. I'm not one of those people who who tries to you know push everyone to Patreon and then I give the free people like today's episode, the one you're listening to currently on Thursday. I try to make them all as entertaining as possible, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's just no stories. And I wind up talking about machine gun Kelly's tattoo. But anyway, back to machine gun Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> he has a new song. Yes, he does. And you know, my, my feeling on machine gun Kelly is I don't, I think a little bit from what I'm seeing and my, you know, my ears not to the track as, as, as closely as it used to be. So maybe there is something going on. Maybe yeah, you know, maybe this is the number one song in the country. I don't even know, but I'm I feel like a little bit has fallen off, and they need we need to get something back here. Yeah, we need to, you know, this guy needs to get back in the fold. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like he's getting taken over by, you know, who's the guy with the tattoos all over his face who sang at the Post Malone. Post Malone, like Post Malone, it seems to be. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. I, are they in the same world? Who knows? I'm just talking like white guy rappers. Yeah, I don't know. But anyway, here you go. This is a little new Machine Gun Kelly. If you're interested in this sort of thing, here goes. He plays his own piano. Well, obviously, he's, I mean, that's like <laughs> for that's like a child. <laughs> yeah, but not bad. Yeah. Here we go. Lately, my thoughts eating me alive. Late in the bed thinking maybe the hate will finally go away if I'm not alive Wish I didn't listen just like I wish they would understand me one time I had a breakdown and tatted my entire body so, except oh, one Oh, there line. he goes He tatted his entire body except one line, he said 
had a breakdown. Oh, he sees his family's reflect. Oh, he's drinking. Yeah. I get it. I mean, it's just a bad. I don't. This is not my thing, but it's not bad. I no. guess. What do I do with this song? Do I dance to it, or like, do I listen to it in the car? Mm-hmm. You break down to it. <laughs> if you have a breakdown anytime <laughs> well, soon, I'm about to have one. I'm trying to get this episode finished. Uh, okay, so, but this is not. This is not for me. Mm-mm. This is, you know, he's yeah. not making his music for fifty-seven-year-old man. He's making it for somebody else, but. Uh, I mean, there you go. So he's back to his rap roots. For a second there, he went like rock and roll. He was mm-hmm. going like pop punk kind yeah. of thing. And I guess he's decided, no, we're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. We're going to go back to what we know. And there he is. You know, I've met him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, did it, I don't know if I've ever told the story. No. But here goes. Maybe here you go. This is a new, maybe this might be a new story. Just when I thought I was out of new stories. Here goes. Years ago. My, uh, they do used to do a thing called the AVN Awards okay. in uh, Las Vegas. The AVN Adult Video News. That's what the AVNs are. Yeah. And it's like a porn. It's a porn convention. Porn awards, a porn convention or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're doing it, I believe, at like the Hard Rock back when that was a thing. This is way, it was 10 years ago, maybe more. Anyway, somehow they ask uh, Fortune Feimster if she wants to go or attend, or, or give out an award, or something. And this is when Fortune is not Fortune that we know today. She's not selling out theaters, or on TV shows, or whatever. It would have been an immediate no today. Like- uh, yes, absolutely, an immediate <laughs> no. But, however, back then she was young, and, and you know, looking for mm-hmm. a hot lesbian action, or whatever. Yeah. So I think she was just like, yeah, I'll go check that out, you know? And she asked me. We were friendly at the time. We were working together on Chelsea Lately. And she said, do you want to come to the AVNs with me? Mm-hmm. We're invited to the AVN Awards. And I was like, oh, sure, I'd go to that. Just check it out, you know, see whatever. I mean, I don't care about these sort of things. But so we walk into the adult video. New- and turns out we were like big stars in the adult video world. Yeah. Because I think I've mentioned this before on the podcast. In the, like Chelsea lately aired on uh, like 11 o'clock on E, mm-hmm. And then it aired again at 2 p.m. Uh, 2 a.m. Sorry, the same episode would air at 2 a.m. And I feel a lot of like ne'er do wells, mm-hmm. for lack of a better term, watched it at 2 a.m. Yeah. So we were very popular with like convicts, bartenders, porn stars, strippers, like because when they got home from wherever they, whatever mm-hmm. problems they were starting in the world, yeah. they watched Chelsea lately at 2 a.m. That's where they got, most of them got their news. Yeah, people of you the know? night. People, exactly. Thank you, Alex. People of the night. So they got their news from us sitting at a round table <laughs> talking about Lindsay Lohan or some dumb shit. Well, you're stretching. Right, exactly. Yeah. So uh, so we were a big deal. And it was it's wild to see who goes to these things because there's, you know, like Dave Navarro was there, you know, who's like, well, he was a guitarist for, uh, you know, Porno for Pyros and Jane's mm-hmm. Addiction and among others. And, you know... He's like that guy. Everyone wants Dave Navarro to be at your porn awards because he's Dave. He wears like boas, and mm-hmm. he's Dave Navarro. Yeah. And uh, but it was a it was an absolute mess. Like we walk in, and and there's like a red carpet that's like it, the red carpet goes through the casino. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, and and lining the red carpet is a bunch of people who watch porn. Yeah. And this is you know when porn was 
it's it's so different now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's even I think it might have still been. You know, there was some internet porn, but I think even still like DVDs, perhaps. I mean, back then when I worked at Hollywood Video, yeah. Pirates Three came out to DVD, and it was just an, that was like the, the like a like a like, big budget porn movie, yeah, or something. Huge, but we got it at there, and it yeah. wasn't like behind the black right. swinging door. It was just on the wall. Okay, you know? so yeah. So it there was, was still some of that. Yeah. So I'm saying, I'm thinking at, at this time it was it was probably DVDs were ending, and it was going into just exclusively, mm-hmm. yeah, like on online. But anyway, and these people, like you know, they're rock stars in the world of like. I want to say losers, you loser. You know, you, these guys who are like just like yeah. dying to see whoever the fuck. I don't even know their names, yeah. and they're just freaking out and like they're seeing, you know, Mel Streep. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, and you know, I mean, it's a rough life. I would imagine, you know, being in porn. I, I think there's a bit of you know they like to drink, like do whatever. So all the girls are, and guys, they're both mm-hmm. they're hammered. Yeah, already, and they're not even into the. You know the the place where they're having the awards yet, and they're wasted. Mm-hmm. And anyway, so now Fortune and I go in and we take our seats, and it starts. And I forget who was like the host. It was some comedian who was just you know I guess the act was to just be real dirty and just bombing because nobody's paying attention. They're all drunk. Mm-hmm. They're all into each other. You know yeah. they're just talking to each other. About Lord knows what. They're networking. How do you get a scene with him? Right. Something like that. Who yeah. knows? But anyway, then, and opening the show, Machine Gun Kelly. Ooh. This is when nobody knows who he is. This has got to be 12, maybe 15 years ago. He's a kid. Mm-hmm. And he comes out and he's just jumping around rapping. And once again, nobody paying attention. Yeah. And then the awards begin. And they're giving out awards for different, you know, things you guys get get what i'm saying you know Mm -hmm. i don't want to it's you know best blow job and best this and best Mm -hmm. that and the people are winning and they're getting up there and accepting it and they're making really long speeches because they're they've had a few yeah and it's going on for i mean we didn't even get through two 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 awards before we're we're two and a half hours in Uh uh-huh and finally fortune turns me so are we done i was like oh we're done yeah like let's go so we headed out, and I, we never. I think it lasted six hours. So anyway, that was our time. That was my time meeting Machine Gun Kelly because then they asked us to give out an award or something, mm-hmm. and we were like, "I don't know. We're good yeah. sitting." I mean, I'm not kidding when I say this, and I'm sorry if I'm offending anybody by being too dirty. But they wanted us to give out like best anal scene or something, and we're like, "No, <laughs> like I, I, it wouldn't be a good look on either one of us." Yeah, you know. So uh, we didn't do that. And went back to our rooms. And does that was 2014 our time. sound about right? It does sound about right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's about right. Uh, yeah. That was the year that uh, Machine Gun Kelly was the first person ever to perform at the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards and the AVN Awards in the same year. Is that true? That is true. What are they saying? It just says that he was the first and that he had to, to do... Pr- yeah. Pr- he had so, to switch up his set a little bit. Yeah. For each. Okay. So there you go. So that uh-huh. way, I think it was 2014. Mm-hmm. That's when it was. So what's that? Ten years ago. That's what yep. I said. It was hosted wow. by comedian actress Rebecca Cochin. Yeah, Rebecca Cochin. Yeah, that mm. was Dante is another comedian. That's uh-huh. his wife. Yeah, oh, that's okay. the one. Okay. Yeah. Wow, Alex. You guys Good were job. there. Who won? Uh, any any winners that we could talk about? Well, there was a new category that year, BBW Performer of the Year. Who's B- what's BBW? What's that uh, mean? Big, beautiful women. Oh, gotcha. Oh, yeah. well, who won that? April Flores. 
I don't know her. I don't know if I'm not familiar with her work. Uh, the Clever Title of the Year Award was oh. won by uh, oh, Seymour yeah. Butts for his uh, his adaptation Cirque du Holay. Oh, I got it. Yeah. I got it. Oh, is it His name's not really Seymour Butts, is it? Do you think his name's really Seymour Butts? I mean, his name is Adam Glasser, but professionally. <laughs> Seymour. He's, he'd like to see more butts. Yeah. Who wouldn't? He's produced hundreds of films in the gonzo genre of yeah. pornography. Okay, I think we got it. Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. 2014, good job, Alex. Oh. Uh, okay, everybody. <laughs> Uh, why is Finland? You know Finland? Are you familiar with Finland? I've heard of it. It's the uh, f- happiest country in the world. Mm-hmm. Do you know why? I don't know why. This is going to be... I found a, I found a treasure trove mm-hmm. of topics for today, and they're all mental health related. Because, Alex, we live in a time where mental health is a, is a crisis. Yeah. Whether you have a good, strong mental health, lack of mental health, it's a crisis. Mm-hmm. I like to believe my mental health is strong. Yeah. But I don't, I think everybody thinks, any, you know, a homeless guy walking down the street, you know, talking to himself, he probably thinks his mental health is strong too. Yeah. You know, so maybe that's that's part of my problem is mm-hmm. I think my mental health is strong and it's not. Well, I think it ebbs and flows, you know. So. Yeah, you know, if you guys listened to Patreon yesterday, <laughs> so it was fucking ebbing, I think. Um, anyway, you know why Finland is number one? They have, these are the th- three things psychologists believe that why Finland is the happiest country in the world. Mm-hmm. They have a strong sense of community and relatedness. I agree with that. We here in, in America do not have a strong sense of community. Maybe you guys do in your personal neighborhoods, and I think that's a, that's a good thing. Um, we don't here. We don't have a strong sense of community in Los Angeles. No. Maybe. I don't leave the house. So there might be a strong sense of community out there. I know the com- comedy, say what you want about it, you know, I think there's a strong sense of community in the comedy world, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, once again, have chosen to, to not be a part of it. Yeah. And, but I do believe that there is a very strong sense of community in the comedy world, to, to its credit. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have that. But Finland, the entire country, has a strong sense of community. They're not screaming at each other about, you know, whatever, the border. Or whatever. But then they, they don't have the problems we have, you know yeah. what I mean? Like Finland, yeah, it's real easy to be happy over there. You know, you, you don't got to eat a chitza. No. You know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think so. You think the people of Finland are eating chitza? I bet they're not. No fucking way. <laughs> uh, you know who we You know who eats chitza? Seymour Butts. <laughs> Seymour Butts. <laughs> Doing good deeds for other people. They do good deeds for other people over there. Mm-hmm. Once again, I try. I'd like to. I really do. There are times when I really do. I gave a hat to a homeless guy. You, you guys know the story. Mm-hmm. I and I searched him out. It was not easy for me to get him that hat. I don't think he ever used it, but whatever. It made me feel good. Yeah. But then I've also, you know, I've seen I saw an old guy fall down on rollerblades and I and I didn't help him. No. And then yesterday I saw a guy break down in his car and I knew what the car was. I heard it, you know, he was Oh, bra- like the car broke down. Yeah, and I knew it wasn't going to. I I heard it. This is turning over as they say in the yeah. auto mechanic business. It's not, this one's not starting. Mhm. And I probably could have walked out of my and helped this guy push it. Yeah. But I didn't. Okay. But then I saw two I saw two guys did help him. Mm-hmm. So they were pushing it somewhere. But I needed to know like where we're gonna push this. Because I would have pushed it a little bit. Yeah. I'm not gonna push it a couple of miles. I don't yeah. have that kind of time. I'll get you into the parking lot, but Yeah, exactly. I'm not gonna but get I, you home. But I'm trying to I knew where we were and I'm like, I don't know, there's a, there's no gas stations close. Like mm-hmm. where are we going with this? 
uh, finding a clear purpose for oneself. The people of Finland all have a clear purpose for themselves. I mean, but that's Finland. Once again, you don't have LA's problems. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, people work to find purpose in life. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't, there you go. That's why the people of Finland are happy. Okay. What do you think about that, Alex? I think it's pretty good. The purpose, you know, speaking of mental health, I did find something on MGK's tattoo. What does it say? That, uh, the cover-up was for spiritual purposes only. I know. I heard him say that, but what does that mean? He had had a spiritual consultation. Uh, we're told he explained to his uh, artist that all of his tats were too chaotic for him now, and he was seeking change and order. And that's and so and he just life. went black? Yeah. Like black, just, I mean, whatever. I mean, this guy's got problems, right? It, yeah. You know, and not that... I'm not saying that bad or good, but mm-hmm. it's got to be. It's got to be tough. It took 13 six-hour sessions, yeah, to complete it, and he's in a mentally healthier place now because of it. Eh, that's good. Okay, well, speaking of Chitza, mm-hmm. while we're on it, this guy's just. There's a couple of reviews of it. KFC diehards. This marks a coming out party for the Chitza, which debuted in the Philippines in 2015 for regular appearing at the KFC in China, Thailand, Germany, and Spain. We've talked about that. The fan favorite matchup was finally available in the U.S. Okay, blah blah blah. Um, as advertised, a Chitza, which showed up at a free Chitzeria pop up, Alex, Ooh. on 14th Street, New York City, on Friday. Uh, entails two extra crispy KFC chicken fillets slathered with marinara sauce and uh, and cheese. Uh, and then top of the mozzarella cheese pepperoni slices to make a pizza fiction pizzafication complete. Despite the familiar constituents, I was initially hesitant to try the pizza. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but here you go. You want to you want to hear what this guy thought of it? Yep. The pizza. Fortunately, the pizza is light years more palatable, even if it does skew a bit more chicken. He felt it was more. It's a little more chicken than pizza. Yeah. But he says it's. It's pretty good. Its flavor profile ranks closer. To, this, this guy's talking about the Cheetah. Uh-huh. He called it a flavor profile. Oh. Its flavor profile <laughs> rings closer to that of a chicken parmesan. That's what I was getting. Yeah. I was getting a very, you said that, I think we yeah. thought it was a which is chicken parmesan. It looks it Italian. Rings, it rings closer to chicken parmesan. And the chicken managed to maintain its herbal essence. Wow, this guy's really fucking Ooh. putting a flowery uh, speech on, on this. On the nose, I'm yeah. getting grease. Uh, the chicken managed to maintain its herbal essence despite being thoroughly baptized in marinara. Mm-hmm. Uh, having previously tried the dish in Shanghai, ooh, world ooh. traveler, I can safely say the quality is fairly consistent from country to country. Mm-hmm. The chicha comes in two sizes. Mm. You can get it a smaller and a large. Customers can only get it as part of a combo meal. Here's what it comes with. You can only get it. You can't just buy it. Can I get a, can I get a pizza? The a la carte? You Absolutely not. Mm-mm. You got to get it as a, as a meal deal over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what that is? The meal deal comes with coleslaw, beans, or the other side. You choose your side. Yeah. Okay. What do you think that goes for? What do you think the cheetah meal deal goes for? Ooh. You get two, well, smaller or large. I believe this is the price of the large. Mm-hmm. And, and beans or coleslaw, your choice. In New York City, where the pizzeria is, let's just is? say it's anywhere. Yeah, I'm gonna say eleven ninety nine. Fourteen bucks. Okay, fourteen bucks. A little stiff, um, but yeah. However, there's a tad of a chintzy with the cheese. Oh, they're a little chintzy with the cheese. This mm-hmm. guy says, you know, and they don't expect it to be any record breaking pulls on this one. All told, the pizza might not be able to replace uh, fried chicken or pizza. If you like both of those, go with, you know, go one day go get the pizza. Mm-hmm. Next day, go get some fried chicken. 
don't mix the two yeah. is what this guy's saying. Uh, however, this pie in the sky creation can definitely uh, be used to sop up the suds of an all night bender. Well, that sounds disgusting. That's but. pretty much all it's for, right? <laughs> yeah. No, nobody who's um, not hungover is good, eating one of good those. Good deal. All right. Well, do there you, you remember, go. Uh, do you remember the double down? Yes. That was where they essentially took two pieces of chicken and yeah. put, put a sandwich in between. Yeah, I remember that. And the yeah, sandwich that was, wasn't that long ago. We, no. I remember talking about that, I think, on this podcast uh, for a little while. And then I didn't even know about this one, but they also had a double down dog, a hot dog in between two pieces of chicken. I mean, they're just like, who, who, who like works over there and just is just <laughs> like throwing his shit at the wall. <laughs> um, all right, but that's good. Yeah. We're early into 2024. Um, and there's a couple of things that I think if I never heard again, I'd be over the moon happy to never hear again. I'm going to give you the three things. I, and two of the three, actually all three, I don't really know anything about them. Okay. But I just constantly hear and see articles nonstop about, and maybe it's just the world I'm in and the way I, I the things I look at on the internet. So they're, they're targeting me with, first of all, Ozempic. Okay. Just Ozempic, yes. everything about Ozempic. I just hear this person's on Ozempic, Ozempic this, Ozempic that, Oze- side effects of Ozempic, take Ozempic, don't take Ozempic. It's Ozempic. I just keep hearing about it. It's like driving me insane. The next one is I don't, I know, but I don't know, and I don't care. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Gypsy Rose. Ah, yeah. This woman, Gypsy Rose. I killed her mother or something. The boyfriend mm-hmm. killed the mother. I half-assedly know the story, but if I got to see one more thing about Gypsy Rose Blanchard mm-hmm. or Gyp- anything Gypsy Rose, I, I'm, I'm going to fucking go, I'm going to get on Ozempic. Yeah. And 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 Tom Sandoval. Tom fucking Sandoval. <laughs> Still I, going. I, I've never seen an episode of Vanderpump Rules. I don't know anything other than he's on it. Mm-hmm. I kind of know the story about why he's in the news, you know, cheated on this girl with that girl and mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. But what, if I hear one more fucking thing about Gypsy Rose, Ozempic, or or Tom Sandoval, mm-hmm. I'm going to freak it. Because now we're, you know, struggling to look for stories to talk about. And I'm just like, every single thing is um, Gypsy, Gypsy Rose, Rose. Ozempic. Um, Ozempic, and Tam Sandoval. Yeah. And now Wendy Williams. The mm-hmm. Wendy Williams. But which is kind of a depressing story. Yeah. I mean, I haven't watched this thing yet on TLC or whatever the documentary's on. But it's just like, you know, now the the, the camera crew is like, well, had we known if she had dementia, we wouldn't have filmed. Yeah. And now it's like, well, you could have stopped filming once yeah. you found out she had dementia. But that, well, we don't want to do that. Well, we already it? had That's a lot great. of gold. There's great TV here. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, so apparently it's just real depressing what, mm-hmm. uh, this thing. And, and then the other thing, which is, I, I can't really, maybe you guys know, but there seems to be some, like, is P Diddy gay or not? Gay? Like I keep, we, this story has been coming up for the last few years. There's mm-hmm. a guy out there who always says, I, he, you know, he, I, he, I was an employee of his mm-hmm. and he sexually assaulted me. Yeah. Now that could mean a million different things. Yes. You know, sexual assault mm-hmm. could mean verbally, I think, or whatever. Um, and then now I'm reading something to, that Diddy released a video of this guy, gay porn star takes credit for alleged Stevie J image in Diddy lawsuit. Mm-hmm. Diddy was accused of sharing a sex tape that allegedly showed Stevie J with another man. 
but a gay porn star is coming forward to say it's actually him seen in the now viral image. Yeah. It's it's not Stevie J? No. Who the fuck Stevie J? Stevie J. Stevie J works for Diddy? I guess. But I'm, what I'm saying is the whole world seems to be surrounded with, you know, some mm-hmm. sort of homosexual undertones, yeah. the Diddy world. Mm-hmm. You know, this Diddy's having a tough go of it the past couple of months. I mean, he's getting sexual assault claims from ex-employees, women, women, men. men. Uh, so is it like, what happens now? Mm-hmm. Do you, is it over? Yeah. Like he was another guy who was trying to be an actor there for a minute, you know, was in some stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I remember one time he was upset. He kept saying, I don't know why people don't ask me if I could, you know, they, they were looking for a new James Bond at the time. I think uh. before they got <laughs> Daniel Craig. Yeah. And he's like, why doesn't anybody ask me? I could be James Bond. I'm like, well, well, cause you're like a weird looking black guy. I mean, yeah. you know, you're not. You're not like uh, Adris Elba. Yeah. Know. You got got an odd look about you. Mm-hmm. Um, You're not suave. You're yeah. not debonair. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's probably why. Mm-hmm. You know? Remember years ago when they when they gave the role of Batman to Michael Keaton? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is way back, everybody. Yeah. But people were furious. Mm-hmm. And more people were upset about that than any president we've ever had. Yeah. Like, I can't believe they gave Batman to Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. He's Mr. Mom. And people were furious, if you remember this time. Yeah. And then Adam West, who was the Batman I know from like these dumb TV show in the 60s mm-hmm. and 70s. The boom, boom, zip, pang, pow. Yeah, that, the, the, yeah. yeah back when that was Batman. Uh-huh. And Adam West was like, I don't know, they didn't even ask me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, that's because you're 70. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're looking to change it up a little bit. So they were, Michael Keaton. Anyway, but that's why. But anyway, it seems like that uh, P. Diddy is, seems to be in... I don't know if you'd consider it trouble or uh, is it all just a, a lot of... Well, I was reading up on the lawsuit and the guy alleges a lot of things. He He's, I think he's taken it to, he he's kind of starting to look more like, he's like, one, he did all this to me, but someone else got shot once upon a time and he covered it up and then this Yeah, well, that's always been that. the thing with yeah. him, you know, he was involved in the shooting of this guy, mm-hmm. was he involved in the shooting of that guy, yeah. he beats people up and... I mean, there's another guy. I don't even know what he does. Like, is he a? I mean, he does he still release records or does he make music? He does produces he now. I believe produces who? Like anybody I know of? I get sure. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, I know who. We all know who he is. But I mean, you know, he's got a line of you know he's got a line of eyeglasses over at um, yeah America's best. The artist. But I can't. I can't. I got to You know, I've told my story. The artist, formerly known as Puff Daddy, now makes the bulk of his bucks on booze, particularly his partnership with uh, Ciroc Vodka. Ciroc, yeah. Also includes uh, his beverage empire. Also includes ownership in Dalian Tequila and Aqua Hydrate Alkaline Water. Oh shit! Really? Yep. So that's how you do it. That's what he's doing. I mean, Gotta isn't that it. where Fifty Cent made all his money too? Yeah, they always said that vitamin water, water or yeah. something. Yeah. Um, well, good. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody's, everybody make a million dollars. That's so that's what he's doing these days outside of yeah sexually harassing everybody, guys, girls, everybody. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, there you have it, everybody. Well, we'll make it a bit of a short episode and we'll come back again the next day, tomorrow. Uh, bad bunny got in trouble. I'll just mm-hmm. read a couple of headlines for you. Bad bunny. Yeah. Rode a horse on stage. Peter does not like that. Yeah. Peter gets fierce. Peter came after. Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey were going to the zoo in mm-hmm. Sydney, Australia. Don't you dare. Then they went after Bad Bunny. Don't you ride a horse mm-hmm. on stage? Yeah. You know, I mean, I guess, sure. Because the horse is not in its element, you know, when, it, when they're on stage. They're not used to that. Yeah. Horses. They don't. 
They're not normally at uh, rap concerts. Mm-mm. I remember years ago when they attacked, uh, when the tiger attacked Siegfried and Roy. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yeah. And the guy went. Oh, up, do I? He never came back from Roy it. Horn. Like, yeah, Roy Horn. He wound up dying years later, but he never actually came back. I mean, he was he was pretty completely crippled. yeah yeah debilitated from it. That's a hometown hero for me. I know. I mean, yeah. Siegfried and Roy were Vegas, if mm-hmm. you remember, and those white tigers and whatever. They yeah. were. It was a big deal. But uh, he got dragged off by the tiger, and they was like, well, everyone said the tiger was out of his element. Mm-hmm. They go, well, yeah, it was in a casino. It, well, I mean, it's not a normally a tiger's element is not surrounded by slot machines. I mm-hmm. would have, yeah, it certainly was out of his element, yeah. I mean, you we're, could say. We're all out of our element in Vegas, yeah. honestly. But, I mean, but he did 340 shows a year. You think I know. the tiger would have. I know. I guess one at one point the tiger's like. Like many of us mm-hmm. in show business, eventually you're like, oh, fuck this. Just someone yeah, booing in the yeah. front row. <laughs> so Tiger's like, I'm going to just, I'm going to get this guy's throat. Yeah. So, I Some mean, Some heckler. It's not even a real Tiger. And he oh, just snapped. Jesus. All right, everybody. What do we got to get out of here on, Alex? Let's, we'll cut him. We'll give you guys a little bit of a break. Enjoy. Go uh, listen to some other podcasts. Mm. Go see us live. Philadelphia this weekend. Uh, and then all the other places, Frangelo.fun has everything. DC also this weekend, mm-hmm. Sunday night, and uh, and on and on and on. One more thing before we go. Are you familiar with an intimacy coordinator, Alex? You know what that is? <laughs> yeah, intimacy coordinator. I am. I guess what an intimacy coordinator does is they're on the set during mm-hmm. like sex scenes in movies. I don't think they're in, you know, just like regular movies. Not like we just talked about the porn awards. I don't think there's intimacy coordinators there. But maybe. I don't know. I, things are, I don't know the porn world yeah. anymore. I don't even know if it like, is a world anymore. I'm not sure how it all works. But intimacy coordinators are saying this is a new thing. Now need actors' consent to discuss sex scenes publicly. Uh, a new sag actor rule now requires intimacy coordinators to get consent from actors before publicly speaking about their sex scenes. Well, I... Of course. I think that's a... Yeah. What? Why would the intimacy coordinator speak publicly about it anyway? Like they go on a podcast or something and go, Yeah. You know, I've got a small dick, Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Not that I... Listen, that was just me making something up. I don't know anything about Willem Dafoe's dick. Mm-hmm. I, looks, I bet it's probably... He looks like one of those sinewy, skinny guys with a big one. Yeah. I'm just guessing. Uh-huh. I don't know anything about Willem Dafoe. But I just used his name based on nothing. Intimacy <laughs> coordinators are a crucial resource... On any set to ensure protection of our members working in intimate scenes, mm-hmm. SAG after spokesperson said intimacy coordinators should maintain the confidentiality of an actor's work and experience in performing highly sensitive scenes unless they have the actor's permission to publicly share the information. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going to agree with this. I think that's like a, yeah, of course. Yeah. That seems normal. This is stemming from uh, that conversation, or the, we talked about it a few weeks ago. Okay. The, uh, Wednesday Adams, her new show where she's oh, dating yes, a teacher. Yes. Oh, is it the stemming in- from that movie? Yeah, the intimacy coordinator, I think, came out and made some comments. Oh, I believe okay. is what I read. Yeah, and everyone is like, "Hey, right, you don't right, get to right. be an in- you don't get to be the person that we go to for intimacy." Yeah, Jenny Ortega and Martin Freeman and Miller's girl. Yes, that's what it's saying. Mm-hmm. Sag after his amendment to the standards and protocols it comes days after Christina Arjana spoke with the Daily Mail at length about the highly controversial sex scene between Jenny Ortega. Jenna Ortega and Martin Freeman and mm-hmm. Miller's Girl. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Well, there wasn't an intimacy coordinator when I was making uh, my movies, Alex, many, many years ago uh, with Bob Wellborn. I've told the story, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, this is back when the guy would pay me cash money, $150 yeah. the end of every day. And I would do 
pretty much, you know, he wanted me to model. One day it would be modeling of me just walking around a, a, sh- a shitty, shitty pool in Malibu. Now, when I say Malibu, it's not the Malibu you're thinking of, everybody. No. This is the shit part of Malibu. Yeah. And he had like a, sh- lived in an apartment complex in Malibu and the pool wasn't his. It was like a, you know, pool for the whole apartment complex. <laughs> it was an so, apartment complex? Yeah. Pool? So I would walk around the pool and, you know, he had a mail order, but I've told the story before, so I won't tell it again. But he also made movies too. Mm-hmm. Like so that was originally what I, he'd hired me for to be in a movie called um uh, uh are you lonesome tonight was the title of the movie <laughs> i know i've told the story before but we're desperate so here it goes i'll tell it again maybe some new listeners are over there mm-hmm. okay it used to be a thing called drama log that's how you got cast in in things okay yeah. it was a it was a paper back when there was such things this pre-internet way pre-internet and you would buy a paper every week and you'd look through it and it'd be these castings now this is this is not Paramount Pictures, Universal, you know, Fox, 20th Century Fox. These are scam artists trying to scam young actors for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Yeah. Okay. And that's, we, I mean, I was smart enough to know that, but 150 bucks is 150 bucks. So the guy says, meet us at Tranka's. All of this stuff's gone now. It was like a bar restaurant in Malibu. Uh, now it's called Tranka's Market, I believe. But if you guys are familiar with the area, it's on Pacific Coast Highway. And I walk into Tranka's restaurant at like noon. And I say, I'm here to see Bob Wellborn. I like, hey, he's over on in the booth. So like that was his office. Well, yeah, more they or less. And, and the restaurants, it's it's up and running. They're serving lunch. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I and he, and he's sitting there and he's got a little dog and a, and like a s- assistant with him. And he, and he talks like this. He goes, Oh, okay, you'd be perfect for the role of Josh. The new model in town. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, I mean, sure. I Now, bear in mind, I am okay looking guy. I'm certainly not. What? What's the term that people use that we talked about yesterday on uh, Patreon? Oh. Baby, sweet baby? So, uh, yeah. Oh. Girl. <laughs> I don't recall. Baby girl. Baby girl. Baby girl. You're like no a, Jacob Alordi. Yeah, I'm no Jacob Alordi. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, Jacob, I'm not six foot four. Yeah. Just strapping shoulders that, we, that like would stop you in your tracks and go, Oh my God, you'd be the new model in town. I mean, I'm okay. Yeah. But I'm certainly not Josh, the new model in town. Mm-hmm. But this loser, nobody else walked into the restaurant that day. Mm-hmm. So he's like, you. So then he gives me like a, like sides, what we call sides, like a page from the script. <laughs> script. Fucking piece of shit. Anyway, and now I'm standing up in a restaurant that's functioning. They're serving lunch. Yeah. And I'm auditioning while this guy has a clam chowder. Mm hmm. And he goes, yes, you got it. You're the new model in town. Um, so I'm like, oh, my God. This You're is it. Josh. I'm in show business. This is it. We, this movie is going to premiere, uh, you know, and I'm going to, at you know, the man's Chinese theater. I'm going to put my hands in the <laughs> cement. Well, I'm going to we'll be at the Oscars. Yeah. This is what I'm thinking. And, you know, he's like, when does it begin? Like, you're gonna, this is a massive production. Tomorrow. Shooting starts. Oh, already? We're oh, up and run. You got like the lighting ready and the- <laughs> everything's. We're up and run. We're done. We're shooting tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Be here tomorrow. Another, you know, gives me a location. Get down on the beach. So I show up and there's like five other dumb actors who went through the same bullshit, and we're all in the movie. Mm-hmm. Are you lonesome tonight? Yeah. There's no really no script. This guy's kind of just making it up as he goes along, and he just everything ends with he goes. He has another guy with him. 
This is my screenwriter friend. He wrote the script. Uh-huh. I'm like, what? Where? What script? You keep talking about a script, but there's no script. He's like, yeah, but he's, it's in his head. Yeah, he knows what he's talking. This guy knows. So the guy comes over. He goes, hey, okay, let me tell you, you're just a bunch of kids. You're just a bunch of kids. You're blowing off some steam mm-hmm. and go. So this guy's got a video camera. Yeah, old timey fucking video camera. You know, the one you put the tape in, mm-hmm. push it in, press play. That's what it is. This isn't a Panavision that you see in, you know, when movies, no, no film, just a videotape. Uh-huh. And he's, and everybody go action. And we, here we are like, so then the next day goes, okay, John, we shot for a couple hours. Just me, just fucking talking mm-hmm. and, you know, improvise, just dumb shit. Yeah. Next day we're shooting actually in a hotel somewhere in Malibu. Mm-hmm. And these like girls, you know, he was like, and this guy, he was obviously a gay man, I believe. He never made a move on me or anything, mm-hmm. but he just, just by looking at him, he was a gay man. What was his name? Bob Wellborn. He, Bob uh, we've Wellborn. already looked him up. Yeah. He's not even, in, yeah. you know, he's long dead. He was an old man then. Anyway, I, and I've told the story about it. He was in, you know, they went after him for all sorts fraud. of fraud and yeah, everything else. But uh, anyway, he, um, he, we go to a hotel room and now there's a couple of girls. He's like, you girls take off your tops for this scene. And they did. Yeah. You know, and not that I was like on them or anything, but I was like, oh, so just, you know, back in the eighties when you just take off your top for no reason, mm-hmm. you know, just to sell the movie. Yeah. There's a couple of girls with no top on. And so that's what it was, but there was no intimacy court back then. No intimacy court. I remember one girl was like, no, she's the only one. Like, she's like, I'm not doing that. And he's like, what do you mean? She's like, I don't want to take off my top. All right, you're fired. <laughs> the girl's like, okay, she drove home. She's the lucky one. Got yeah. out of there. Uh, I remember one time, and then the next day, he shot. We he like rented a studio, and we're we're gonna shoot in a studio, a real live. Stu- and he, and he, you know, he was just making shit up. Yeah. And he goes, "This is gonna be a campfire scene." And the, his writer friends are, "Yeah, this is gonna be a campfire scene. You guys are all gonna have a, you and you're gonna just blow off some steam, all yeah. right? Campfire." And his one thing, the writer guy, everything, you know, he he just would buy like a six pack of Sprite or something, uh-huh. and that was our prop. And he goes, "So you guys, because I don't think they could afford liquor. Yeah, you know, Sprite was or whatever. Six pack of Sprite was two bucks. Beer was five bucks. So he's like, get the Sprite. Yeah. And then he goes, he goes, okay. So what you guys could do is you can open the Sprite. And it turns out it's not Sprite. It's it's somebody spiked it. Ooh, it's liquor spiked sprite. Yeah, so I'm like, oh, okay, but it's a sealed. He's like, yeah, yeah. He yeah. spiked it in the. So I was like, wait, they spiked it in the factory? Coca Cola? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah like this, I feel like there's a big conspiracy. We we should probably be explaining this. Yeah. No, no, no. Just blow off some steam, would you please? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. So then the, he gets some. He goes out in like the parking lot, comes back with like some twigs and some kindling and the fucking guy lights a fire inside the studio that he were indoors yeah and a some security guy goes what are you doing what we're doing a fireplace scene with the, these kids have opened a tainted sprite yeah and they're blowing off steam and the guy's like the fuck are you out of your mind put that fire out no 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 don't keep the cameras rolling like he would uh-huh Cut, cut. What is the problem? You're lighting a fire indoors, you fucking maniac. Mm-hmm. Anyway, these are the things I did. So anyway, I don't know why because intimacy coordinators led me to, because there was like weird sex scenes. I was never involved in them. Yeah. But, you know, some of the guys for anything for, 
to be on more camera time. Mm-hmm. He's like, would you lay in the bed with this girl? Yes. You know, and yeah. they are rolling around. I see the one guy, like back when there was like Skinamax movies. I never saw any of these people ever again, ever. And, you know, they've never went, nobody went on to like do anything. Uh-huh. Like, oh, that's the guy from that movie that I shot in a weird hotel in Malibu. Yeah. And never, they like went, who knows what became of them. Mm-hmm. But one of the guys, he was like a real jacked up. How he was not the new model in town, Josh. This guy was literally Josh. Yeah. And I think he was a model uh-huh. in town. He could have been had the role. Like, I think people came on the set and like, who's playing the role of Josh through the model in town? They were like, him, pointing to me. And like, wait, him? Him? And then, like, because there were like five other guys who were like gorgeous. And like, but what about these guys who look like a model in town? He doesn't look like a model. Like, All right, everybody, we got it. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I Listen, I got the part. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's the end of that. <laughs> yeah, well, somebody's got to carry this piece yeah, of shit, and I that's know. me. And, in the, and, and, you know, in the end, two years later, when the police came knocking on the... <laughs> they didn't come to these fuckers, had they came to my house, because yeah. I was the star, uh-huh. all right, of the, of the movie. Oh my God, what an absolute fucking nightmare. Oh, this business back in those days. You fuckers have it. Anybody starting out in show business now, God bless you, but you're lucky now. You could just Google it. Oh, this is not legitimate. Mm -hmm. And you could probably, you know, get, and, you know, thanks to all these people who got some of the assholes out of the business, uh, you know, Me Too and whatever else. uh, Thank God for that. It's been cleaned up a little bit, I think, you Mm -hmm. know, certainly not to the point where you just, rolling around for 150 bucks in strange hotel rooms yeah but um i was always i had you know i was just i drove home took my 150 cash money that he'd pull out of a suitcase at the end of the day and i'll be back tomorrow see what the fuck this lunatic's gonna do Mm. (laughs) oh honestly i would take that job now for 150 bucks so that's what i'm saying like it wasn't I mean, it was pretty good. Back then, that's... Yeah, 150 bucks back then. I was killing it. You paid by the day? But then when, what I'm saying is, back to what I was saying about the business being cleaned up, now they have intimacy coordinators who are there on set who mm-hmm. are just making sure everything's legitimate. Yeah. That those No, there. don't put your hand there. <laughs> exactly. Low. So good. God bless them. Middle back, not lower. Anyway, Jenny, Jenna Ortega and, and Martin Freeman. I mean, you know, we'll see, we'll see this movie. Okay, that's it. Now mm-hmm. we really got to go. I, yep. I, I stretched it as long as I can by telling stories that I've told a million times before. But I added some new detail. That story, there's so many details of that story that I could, I'll be pulling juice out of that fucking lemon for the next 10 years. Because <laughs> I, I haven't even scratched the surface on, I was going probably for three weeks and every day was a new, just baffling, uh-huh. ridiculous thing. To, uh, and it's just it's just such a different time that it's hard to even explain how crazy it all was. And I mean, not nothing like illegal or anything. Nobody was nothing like that. But just just craziness. And uh, I wish there was like a one person who I could like find who was involved in those who I can just like have on this. But I I don't even know who these people were. I never even like caught their names or anything. Yeah, I'm gonna track them down. I'll track one down. I, we could. I don't think we even could. There's I, been an investigation. Yeah. If cops knocked on your door, they knocked on at least three other doors. I will uh, track them down. Anyway. All right, everybody. What do we got to get out of here on, Alex? Gone are the days of... of uh, Walking around uh, <sighs> community swimming pools and, uh, yeah. and kimonos. Yeah. Gone Thank are those the Lord days. for that. But, you know, it's that's life in Hollywood. But also gone are the Hollywood Nights. Oh. Bob Seeger. 
this one brings him back. Yes. She was a Midwestern girl on her own. Something like in that. In a kimono. Yeah, walking Malibu. around the pool. <laughs> then he lit a fire indoors. Joshua's a new model in town. <laughs> Turns out that Sprite is not Sprite at all. It's liquor, but we couldn't afford beer, so we just bought Sprite. Mm. There was a, uh, one time we were shooting on the beach, and there was a, that was, we had a, our props were always just Sprite and uh, like a towel. Yeah. And that was it. And there was never a cut or any type of continuity or anything. Uh... And at one point, we had a blanket down. One side of the blanket was blue. The other side of the blanket was red. Okay? For whatever reason. At one point... We're just I'm, uh, we're just making shit up for like an hour. And he's just got his video camera rolling. Okay? At one point, the wind blows. And it blows the blanket. And he goes, stop! 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 Cut! Cut! What side was the blanket on when it blew away? Was it on its red side or its blue side? I was like, for what? He's like... For editing. I was like, editing? Are you out of your fucking mind? There's no way. Continu- continu- are you familiar with continuity? I was like, yeah, I am. Are yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I remember him freaking out about he needed to know. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't know. Rewind your videotape and yeah. look, you dumb fuck. Uh, thank you, Bob Seeger. Thank you all. Fredjola.fun come see us live. Bye-bye. We'll be back. More Patreon. Mm-hmm. Everything else. See you in Philadelphia and D.C. Bye-bye. truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.